0: Kenneth Dean, along with my co-host Chris K, and this week we're back with Motorhead's Greatest Hits Volume Two. As stated in the last episode, I mentioned that we broke up
1: Motorhead into two greatest hits lists simply because, while a lot of rock and metal fans know the early years of Motorhead, there is some really good stuff that I feel like gets overlooked in their catalog from the '90s on. Uh, last episode we gave you Volume One with everything up to 1992. This week it's Volume 2 with everything from Bastards up to their final album, Bad Magic. As with all Greatest Hits debates, we'll choose our favorite 15 songs and whichever songs are duplicated make the list.
0: For those that don't match up, Kenneth and I will debate to make the ultimate Motorhead Greatest Hits Volume 2. To hear what we came up with for Volume 1, download the episode from your favorite podcast platform. And while you're at it, click the subscribe button and you'll get our latest episode every time it comes out. So, Chris, here we are for Motorhead's Greatest Hits Volume 2. Volume 1 had a lot of good songs on it. So, Volume 2, as you just uh, uh, expressed, has got a lot of songs that probably a lot of people don't know. If you, I think if you're a Motorhead fan and you've followed their career, you're going to
1: know these songs. But, like I said, there's a lot of people that are just not as familiar. Maybe they're cursory fans or only heard the stuff up to the early 90s. Um, but... The, the, what I think is really interesting about their career post early nineties, so uh, like like we're doing from from Bastards on, is Lemmy really did start to put in some more variation in the style. It wasn't just the same song over and over again, and that's no slight because that we I mean we talked about some really interesting different stuff on the first one, but this the, you know there's a different dynamic here too because for the most part. This was all the same band. The Wurzel's uh, on what two albums, and then he he left the band at at that point, and then from that point on, it's uh it's Phil Campbell and um, Mickey D. So it's a three piece band for most of these albums. So they really built some chemistry, really did some great things, and due to the time period, you know, with with uh, grunge kind of popping up and rock and roll kind of dropping off the map and, uh, you know, beyond now into the, the later decades of, uh, you know, the, the 2010s, 2020s, um, unfortunately, you know, rock just never got back to the where it was before. So this is a really good opportunity to not really deep dive, but kind of go into more of the, what I would say are the deeper cuts of, of Motorhead's catalog that are just
0: excellent. Yeah, I mean, doing the research for this, I I would consider myself probably more of a cursory Motorhead fan. Um, I mean, I really like some of the earlier stuff, but this this era, you know, just it was there was nothing really there. You know, I knew what Motorhead was like, so I was like, oh yeah, it's another Motorhead album. You know, and there's nothing for me that through time, you know, as you know, let's say for instance, you know, it's. Two thousand ten. Oh well, you know, this out al- this album came out and had this one really good song. You know, <clears throat> it, it, there was nothing like that for me at least. You know, sometimes there's a song here and there that that just pops up, but it wasn't one of those that that really, you know, stuck out for me. I mean, the only time it might come up later. Um, the only time that I really re- remember hearing Motorhead. Uh, was when, when, you know, watching wrestling, and, and they would sing the, the game from, you know, Triple H's theme song. That was like, oh, yeah, you know, okay, Motorhead's around, but I don't know. I just never got, you know, I just saw them releasing album after album after album, and I just never really picked them up and said, oh, let me check this one out. But uh, we're here to change all that tonight because, you know, this is volume two of their greatest hits, and we're going to basically let everyone know what we think are their best songs from 1993 forward. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and go first? Okay. okay.
1: Um, so, I'm going to just going to start chronologically like usual, and that's starting off with Bastards. I've got Born to Raise Hell and Don't Let Daddy Kiss Me. Um, then off of Overnight Sensation, I've got Civil War. From Snakebite Love, I've got Assassin and Dead and Gone. From We Are Motorhead, I've got One More Fucking Time. From Hammered, I've got Walk a Crooked Mile, Down the Line, and Voices from the War. Then I've got the single, which also did appear on Hammered, The Game. Triple H's theme from WWE. Um, I've got from Kiss of Death, Trigger, and God Was Never on Your Side. From Motorizer, I've got The Thousand Names of God. From Aftershock, I've got
0: Heartbreaker. And from Bad Magic, I've got Thunder and Lightning. Okay, we got some similarities. Um, you know, there's a lot more similarities on this than I thought there were going to be. So that that's a good thing. <laughs> because I sure as hope uh, they don't want to go 15 for 15 or different songs. So that would have been one hell of a freaking debate. All right, so my list as follows, 1 through 15, chronological order somewhat. All right, uh, number one, Don't Let Daddy Kiss Me from Bastards. Uh, Two, Born to Raise Hell from Bastards. Three, I Am the Sword from Bastards. Then there's Sacrifice from Sacrifice. Overnight Sensation from Overnight Sensation. Assassin from Snakebite Love. We Are Motorhead from the We Are Motorhead album. One More Fucking Time uh, from We Are Motorhead. Walk a Crooked Mile from Hammered. In the Name of Tragedy from Inferno. Life's a Bitch from Inferno. Smiling Like a Killer from Inferno. Number 13, Rock Out from Motorizer. Number 14, Going to Mexico from Aftershock. And number 15, Shoot Out All of Your Lights from Bad Magic.
1: All right, so looks like we don't have a tremendous amount of crossover. We only have about five songs, but um, you've picked some good stuff for sure. Uh, A few of the songs that you have uh, were maybe on my larger list that I had to condense down. So, um, you know, ones that I would maybe put in my top 20, but I didn't put in my top 15. Uh, But our crossover is Born to Raise Hell and Don't Let Daddy Kiss Me from Bastards, Assassin from Snakebite Love, And one more fucking time from We Are Motorhead and Walk a Crooked Mile from Hammered,
0: so we've definitely got some debating to do. Absolutely. So to to go over again for everyone out there, uh, how we're gonna do this debate. um, First round, we each pick a song that we want to keep from our list. Second round, we keep a song. We actually drop a song uh, from our list. Then third round, we pick a song from the other person's list that we want to keep round four. We pick a song from the other person's list that we're going to drop. And then we repeat. So on until we're done. When you get down to like the last four songs, there's only usually only one spot. So it it ends up being a song that we want to, that we want to drop. I think it is somewhere around there.
1: In this instance, I think though, because there's 10 that we have to choose, we're going to end up, um, you know, Even we're not gonna have to fight for
0: that last spot. It seems like so. I'm fighting. I don't know about you. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. I
1: started on the last episode, so why don't you start off on this one?
0: All right. Song that I want to keep from my list is going to be "We Are Motorhead." I think any song that you write about yourself. Yeah, usually is, is, I would think is going to be a good song. I mean, you're not going to make a shitty song about yourself. Um, and this that one would is be pretty interesting,
1: cool. though. <laughs> Say what? That would be interesting, though. Like, <laughs> write a really crappy song about yourself.
0: <laughs> I mean, hell, if you're what's if that you're...
1: song? Uh, I'm a,
0: I'm a creep. I'm a loser. <laughs> or oh yeah, whatever. from, from uh, uh, what's his face? Beck. Yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> So I picked I pick Motorhead, That's my choice. All right. Um, for
1: mine, um, I think I'm going to go from Kiss of Death. I'm going to pick God Was Never on Your Side. That's a really cool track. And uh, it's definitely from their later career. I don't see that you had anything from that album. But I, I actually really like that album. I think there was a lot of um, melodic influences kind of Entering their their playing at this point, and it's it's really impressive. That and the other song that I had on my list, Trigger, uh, definitely need to check those out if you haven't heard those those songs from that album.
0: What what was really what was difficult for me in, in choosing some of the songs from this for, for this uh, episode? It's not that there weren't enough good songs on an album per se. It was a matter more for me, of not wanting to be repetitious of the types of songs that were on the list, uh, oh, for while sure, at the yeah. same time trying to choose songs that really were were stand differences for the albums, and like I, there were some albums that literally you could tell they were in the same key, you could tell it was the same, you know, like the same like five minutes later it was recorded because it sounds exactly the same. And and there was a, not a lot of disparity from song to song. I, I felt
1: that way about sacrifice, where sacrifice felt like almost like one song keep going throughout right. the whole album.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and in that way, kiss of death was like that a little bit for me, um, and uh, the 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 stuff more towards the end was, was kind of like the kind of like that for me in some cases, but not all cases so it was it was just a little bit difficult to try and say okay yeah i'm going to pick this song Well, this song well, sounds exactly like that song <laughs> so. I, to a
1: degree i get where you're coming from kiss of death but like god was never on your side starts off with that really soft acoustic part i think it's like a minute that gets into the song and then it turns into a like a softer you know, rock song. It's it's very different than anything else on the album.
0: Yeah, no, that one that one's definitely different. And and the thing about that song was, is I already had two songs that I considered to be very similar to that. So I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to do that. You know, and now so I mean, it's okay because we have three of them. It's not a big deal. Um, it actually put adds some diversity into the list, um, especially since Lemmy was very attuned to putting those kinds of songs in there. You know. After a certain point in his career, so basically after this 1992 time period or 93, yeah. he threw those in there, and and it was kind of like whoa, it's this is different from Lemmy, you know?
1: Yeah, but I mean, even for instance, like so you have "Don't Let Daddy Kiss Me," which is a softer song, right? Mm-hmm. But the instrumentation's different, so right. we've still got some pretty good variety in that in that regard,
0: right? And then uh, the, wasn't it one more fucking time? This is kind of
1: yeah, but even then. It it
0: does sound pretty different from
1: from you know God was never on your side. The, at least the instrumentation and stuff oh, yeah. goes. Yeah. So
0: it's funny because it's just a song called One More Fucking Time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, you just leave it up to Lemmy. I really like
1: that album too. We Are Motorhead. I think is a bit of an underrated album as a whole.
0: Hmm. I mean, like I said, with what, what you could throw any of these albums on and enjoy yourself from beginning to end because everything has kinda got that beat. It mm-hmm. th- it was from the difficulty for me was finding that one standout track. So But yeah. I think I think we're gonna do a good job of pulling these out, you know, and and definitely um showcasing some of the better songs from this time period. Okay, so um now it's time to pick a song from our list that we are okay with dropping. So, hmm. And <laughs> this this is this is tough, but I'm going to go ahead and pull this one out and only reason being is because I have two other songs from this album that I think are actually more diverse and better. So I'm going to drop Life's a Bitch. Okay.
1: I mean, Life's a bitch is a, is not a bad track. It's a little bluesy mixed with, you know, the the typical Motorhead rock song. Um, but yeah, there's probably actually some couple better bluesy songs on here. So, I understand.
0: <laughs> All right, so now
1: it's your turn to drop one off your list. All right. Um I'm I'm kind of leaning towards dropping Dead and Gone. I think it's a great song. Um, but we also have, like we mentioned, we have a a lot of, uh, Motorhead's softer side already on here. There's only 15 songs to choose. So I'm thinking about that one. And I'm also thinking about Heartbreaker after, uh, from Aftershock. Um, you know, if I'm going to lean towards what's I, what I think is maybe the weakest song on my list, it might be Heartbreaker. Um, so for now, I think I'm
0: actually going to remove Heartbreaker.
1: All
0: right. That That's the one thing, too, about what we're doing here in this is that we're going to end up dropping songs, like one song off an album. Or or like the two of us combined will have, you know, one song off that album and you have a different song. In that, and, and some albums are not going to be represented. It's just the way it it's is. It's true, yeah. There's a lot of albums that they have, a lot of similar songs. Which one's better than the other? So... It is definitely uh, an interesting take on this.
1: Yeah, we're never going to just put a song on just to have a representation there when it's not technically a better song. We're we're trying to choose what we would consider their best of their best. So there's no point in just putting on a song just to have it from an album.
0: Right, exactly. All right, so now it's time to pick a song from the other person's list that we want to keep. And... Looking at your list. Okay, so after reviewing the list of songs that you have on your list here, um, I think I'm going to go ahead and keep Civil War. Okay. Um, You know, it's off of Overnight Sensation. I have a song from Overnight Sensation, the title track on my list. We'll see if it keeps it. If we or if we keep it, but um, right for now, Civil War is what I'm keeping from yours. Okay, sounds good. Um, so I need to choose one from your list now. Right.
1: And let's see. Hmm, um, <clears throat> that's a tough one because there's a few really good riffs that you got here. Let's see. Um, you know. It's always tough when you we've got a bunch of songs off one album because it feels like we're being, you know, we're not giving it enough chance. But at the same time, sometimes that album's just really good. Um, I really like I Am The Sword. I think that's a really cool riff. It's a high energy one. A lot of fun. Um, Rock Out is also a really good track from Motorizer. And kind of thinking about shoot out all your lights as well from bad magic I think that's a really good track um, <clears throat> if I'm being 100% honest I kind of want to pick I am the sword I think it's a, a really really high energy fun riff uh, would be great for you know seeing in a concert setting which is kind of what we put in in our mentality here so yeah I think we can go with I am the sword all right
0: well, I am the sort it is. Okay, so we're up to that point where we're making difficult decisions. <laughs> now we have to remove one from our list, from the other person's list, excuse me. From the other person's list, yeah. So I have to look at your list and I have to remove a song. And um, that's a difficult one <laughs> to, to do. In this list, the the, the difficulties that we we have expressed several times now is is we have a lot of albums, only 15 songs, but there's a lot of good songs on certain albums and basically average songs on other albums. So in this particular case, this is going to be a difficult one, but I think because we have other songs from this album um, already on here, I'm going to go ahead and say... We're going to drop Dead and Gone.
1: Okay. I mean, there's other similar songs to Dead and Gone as well. Dead and Gone has a, a very distinct similarity to God Was Never On Your Side. So I totally get dropping it. I But I think both are great tracks and definitely check them out. Absolutely. All right. It's your turn to
0: drop one off of my list.
1: All right. Again, always a tough decision. Because I do enjoy a lot of the stuff that you had picked as well. Um, but for me, I think I'm going to drop In the Name of Tragedy. I think it's one of the more generic tracks. Uh, it's got a cool riff, but I don't think it's as strong as some of the similar stuff that we've already got on this list. So um, sorry, in, in the Name of Tragedy. it <laughs> We hardly
0: knew ye. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Just stick a dagger in my heart, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Just kidding. Um, I get that. So it's not a big deal. Yeah, we got to pick songs. So, it, it, I mean, it's just going to make the list that much better when we realize that we've gotten some some really good songs on here. Although I'm pretty sure someone out there is going to beef about the fact we didn't put, uh, you know, that one song... On, uh, on Alter Bridge's greatest hits. (laughs) Was what was the name of the song again? Um, Oh man. It was off. One day remains. <laughs> it was, it was, it open it your like eyes. The, one of their,
1: open your eyes. One of their biggest hits. Yeah. We didn't even put it on the list. <laughs> I mean, this is this is our list, though. You know, this no, is I know. Our... It's
0: just it was just so funny that their biggest hit or one of their biggest hits is not on our list.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's so many bands that we want to do these for, right? And there's so, like, I guarantee you, there's always going to be that problem of you know we didn't pick the song that that you know you guys love or you know. it, it it's always going to be something
0: like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, now it's the time to pick a song from our list again that we want to keep. It's my favorite part cuz I know, <laughs> you know, I know my song is getting on the list. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so this one, you know, I'm I'm trying to keep, you know, we want we we've got a lot of songs. I mean, we got 3 songs off of bastards. We've got two songs off of we are motorhead right yes and then we've got uh i think that's the only
1: ones with overlap right now
0: so um but i'm gonna go ahead in this particular case i want to keep uh overnight sensation
1: okay i mean it's it's a song that you can kind of like sing along with in a concert mm-hmm. you know it's it's pretty pretty easy to to recognize but it does have it it's not just a simple song either it has a little bit of layering to it so um yeah i'm i'm good
0: with that all right and song from your list you're going to keep
1: all right so from my list um man it, it's tough because you know i I would say Hammered is one of my favorite Latter-day Motorhead albums But I also really like Trigger off of Kiss of Death Trigger is is one of the More Intricate songs that Motorhead Has ever put out I, I really like that riff And uh, it shows a different dimension to the band um, While I don't think Kiss of Death is their best album um, I think it has two Really great songs that I picked from it Um so, it's tough though because hammered a lot of people don't don't um like hammered in the same way I think because it's not the very typical motorhead so- sound. It's a little bit more moody. Um, I know that had a little bit to do with the production, you know, everything that was going on in their personal lives, etc. But I really like it because I think some of the lyrics are a little bit deeper than some of the stuff that had come before. It was kind of a turning point for the band in that regard. And songs like Voices from the War, you know, pretty pretty excellent. I mean, I'm not, not super deep, but but at the same time, you know, putting out there the emotion of, you know, these men that go out and fight for for war men and women um that go and fight in battles and lose their lives and you know was it all worth it etc i think it's a really excellent song um so i kind of want to pick voices from the war
0: all right well that's your choice (laughs) so (laughs) you get to keep voices from the war um and the, the so what's funny about you picking this song and 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 and, and Lemmy and Motörhead in general is that Lemmy was a, was a big uh World War 2 buff and he 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 liked a lot of the memorabilia that that came out of World War 2 um, but the the juxtaposition for him was that he was relatively an anti-war kind of person. He d- he did not believe to just sending people out to war to fight wars for country. So it, it was kind of a weird thing. But yet at the same time, he liked getting things that were related to World War II. So it it is a strange re- thing. But at the same time, you know, if you know Lemmy, you you kind of understand it. <laughs> you know. Well,
1: I mean, it, it's it is a very interesting point in history because you know you have the best and worst of humanity etc so like it is i mean obviously it's studied like the whole history channel for years was just world war Two. it was the world war Two channel so I, I totally get that um and it influences the music and you can hear a lot of lyrics over the years referring to you know people senselessly giving up their lives for a for a cause um so there there is there is senselessly in the in one regard, however, obviously there's always a reason for wars, but there's always multiple reasons for wars, and I think that's something that Lemmy covered in his lyrics where you know to the simple man to the the average Joe are these things worth it versus you know the people on top that are guiding these these people so it's it's always interesting to hear that and That development of bands in general, not just Motorhead, but, you know, you go from singing about kind of simple subjects and, you know, demons and wizards and stuff like that, and sometimes the band will take more of an evolution to real topics, like we talked about with, you know, on our Slayer episode many, you know, moons ago, there was, uh, we talked about how Slayer kind of stopped, started singing about demons and, you know, hell and that kind of stuff, and then it became more like real topics, like real demons on earth you know the like the killers and you know things like that so i always like to see that evolution of a band in you know how do they you know what like what do they focus on and and what influences them to create these songs et cetera. and i think Mo- motorhead is a really good example of that kind of maturity and awakening over time
0: motorhead is it's funny because they could put out an album and it's all blues based. Well, everything they do is is basically blues rock and roll based. Um, mm. But the, then then they'll just, they'll have a topic of a certain song which is relatively more serious than another, and then you know then they have a song like "Bye Bye Bitch Bye Bye," <laughs> you know, yeah, or, or Morehouse Blues," and it's just like yeah, they right.
1: never reached the point where every song was mature, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, and that's a good thing. Yeah.
0: All right. So now. Um, we picked. It. It's your turn. Or no, was that? No, that was. I
1: just picked voices from the war. So, okay, so at this point, time. you need to remove one from your list.
0: Okay. So let's see where we're at in terms of total songs here. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Am I right?
1: Oh yes, we have eleven filled.
0: We have eleven filled.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So we have four more spots, and we have one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten songs for four more spots, yes, sir, okay, and this is one where we're taking a song off our list, correct, that is correct, hmm, <sighs> all right, so, um to take song off our list, I'm gonna go uh, after looking at my list here again, uh, I keep staring at it this whole episode, <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm going to go take off going to Mexico.
1: All right. Well, yeah, I understand that. Um, I think Aftershock is one of those albums that um, I like to a certain degree, but it's just something kind of missing from the songwriting. I think Going to Mexico is one of the better tracks. I mean, I I obviously picked Heartbreaker. That was a tough choice for me, you know, going through those two. And even then, um, it was... It was almost like I, there was a couple things that I kind of wished I had picked more than Heartbreaker as, as, you know, I started reading my list and, um, but going to Mexico is a pretty, pretty fun song. I think it would be, you know, fun in uh, a concert setting, but at the same time, I think there's better songs that kind of represent the same type of
0: track, you know, that we have already listed. So
1: I, I can agree with that.
0: Okay. Sounds good. All right. So what are you going to drop off your list?
1: So, from my list, you've got Shoot Out All of Your Lights from Bad Magic, and I've got Thunder and Lightning. So, I don't know if we we want to have this, you know, have two songs from that album. Because, I don't know, that's a tough one. Motorizer, we've both got a track that we can choose from. A Thousand Names of God and Rock Out. Um... And I really like Trigger. I'm kind of hoping that still makes the list. Down the Line, I like the riff a lot. I don't know if it's as good as some of the other stuff that's here, though. So I'm considering dropping Down the Line um, between that and The Thousand Names of God. um, I'll probably drop Down the Line for now. I really like the song myself. I think it fits great on the album. Maybe not as much in the context of the you know what we're doing here so alrighty
0: yeah so that leaves us with eight songs for how many spots now four spots for four spots okay alright so now it's a time it's it's a time to drop a song or no to keep a song from the other person's list
1: Keep a song from the other person's list.
0: Right. Okay. Um, hmm. All right. So you keep talking about it, and you're saying that you really like the song Trigger. So I'm going to go ahead and keep that song for you. Okay. I think that's a good choice. All right. So
1: from yours, we've got Sacrifice, Smiling Like a Killer, Rock Out and shoot out all of your lights. So, I think from yours, I'm actually going to pick shoot out all of your lights. It's one we k- kind of keep bringing up. Um, I really do like it, and it was a tough choice between that and thunder and lightning. Um, But, I think, honestly, I I may have made the wrong choice when choosing between the two. So, for now, yeah, I think I'm going to
0: go with Shoot Out All Your Lights. All righty. So that leaves us with six songs for two spots, right? For two spots. Okay. And now is the time we have to drop a song from the other person's list, correct? That is correct. All right. So because you picked Shoot Out The Lights, we're going to go ahead and drop Thunder and Lightning. Okay. I mean, I, I don't feel like I need to explain
1: that because we just mentioned m- my feelings on it as well as yours, so... Um, all right, from your list... Um, I think I'm going to drop... Let's see... From your list, I'm going to drop Rock Out from Motorizer. Um, it I think it's an all right track, but it, it it reminds me a lot of other stuff that they had done, especially earlier in their career. And... I just don't think it stands out as much as the other two you have here.
0: Okay. All right. So now we have four songs for two spots. So in essence, right? Mm-hmm. We have to pick a song and then the other, or basically we have to remove a song and we're going to, It's it comes down yeah, to the we- final choice of picking a song that we want to keep from our list and that'll finalize the the whole list.
1: Basically, yeah. All
0: right. So, out of sacrifice and smiling like a killer, those are two really cool songs. Um, but I think I'm going to go ahead and keep smiling like a killer.
1: All right. I think that, in my opinion, is the right choice. I thought I think. Sacrifice is probably one of my least favorite Motorhead albums from this era. Um, just something about it just just doesn't really stand out to me. The production is all right, and the song, like the track listing, is very repetitive. Uh, but Sacrifice was the standout track, but I think Smiling Like a
0: Killer is way better. I think so.
1: So all now right. you have a
0: tough choice. I do cuz you have a thousand names of God and the game I think I know what direction I would go in but um you you're a little bit more connected to that song the game <laughs> than I am
1: You're saying you would pick the thousand names of God over the game?
0: Yes. That would be that would be the way I would go. Uh, I'm just curious why. Um I listened to the game this morning um and I just Overall, didn't think it was as strong a song. Okay.
1: Um, I'm leaning that direction as well, myself, uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, technically, even though that they're the performers, it was based off of a Jim Johnson song that came before it. That was my other reason. <laughs> and so obviously this is their song, but it was written by someone else that doesn't preclude it from being part of the list because it's we've not had, a
0: cover technically.
1: Yeah. It's not a cover. Um, we've had other people write songs or, I mean, if you say that, then what about Ozzy? I mean, then he could have nothing on his list. <laughs> so wait, he
0: didn't, he write the entire bark at the moon album. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. I mean, sure, that's what it says.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: I'm looking right uh, at it. It says, Oh, <laughs> Osborne on the whole album.
1: <laughs> um, but the thousand names of God is a really good track. And this is another, it goes kind of back to what we were saying about. This is a chance for people to, to hear something different that maybe they've never heard before. Um, so I think it's probably the better decision to keep on there. So that, that wraps up our 15. All right. So go over what we got. All right, so our list is Born to Raise Hell, Don't Let Daddy Kiss Me, and I Am the Sword off of Bastards. Civil War and Overnight Sensation off of Overnight Sensation. Assassin off of Snakebite Love. We Are Motorhead and One More Fucking Time off of We Are Motorhead. Walk a Crooked Mile and Voices from the War from Hammered. Smiling Like a Killer from Inferno, Trigger, and God Was Never on Your Side from Kiss of Death, The Thousand Names of God from Motorizer, and Finally, Shoot Out All of Your Lights from Bad Magic. Well, it sounds like a good list to me. It is. i, I I'm pleasantly happy with this list, and I, I do enjoy some of the diversity of it as well, where we've got, you know... I think what ended up happening with a lot of Motorhead's Greatest Hits Volume One was a lot of the stuff was real similar in in like pacing, etc. Not not necessarily similar in the the structure of the song, but everything was kind of go go go. Here we've got some variation where we've got some softer stuff, some some songs that are a mix where they're soft in one part and they build up into a, a heavier portion, etc. And some bluesy stuff it's you know, so we've got a little bit more uh variation here
0: we do definitely definitely a lot of variation here um so now it's time to put these fifteen songs into a concert set list order. Now, this is a concert that this disregard the fact that it would it will never be played, but using that those same exact words, this concert. If even if the band were still alive, would never be played, <laughs> because there's just too much stuff from the old classic days that would would supersede some of these songs. Oh, for sure. So, um, with that said, why don't you go ahead and start it off and give us the opening track for this concert?
1: All right. Um, so to start things off, we want something kind of high energy, you know, exciting you know what i think a a good way to start things off would actually be walk a crooked mile off of hammered you know it's it's not super fast but it's it's got that opening guitar riff it's one of the few that doesn't actually start off with a drum lick (laughs) so um,
0: (laughs) yeah that's just a weird thing that started happening towards the latter day of motorhead's career
1: well, even in their early stuff, I mean, you've got um, Overkill is one of their biggest hits, right? Um, Ace of Spades. A lot of them started off with some kind of drum beat, like double bass or something like well, that. Well, Ace of Spades
0: was straight up with the uh, with the with the, the guitar work. I mean, the, excuse me, his bass guitar. That's true.
1: Yeah, I don't know why I said Ace of Spades, but yeah, there there were a lot of songs that started off with drum, but this became more prevalent. You're right. Like a, in a a different way, some kind of drum lick would start off just about every song. <laughs>
0: And they were always pretty cool drum licks too. It's not it, not to take anything away from the from Mickey D. I mean, he's a badass. No, drummer. no
1: not not at all. <laughs> yeah, it's just I just think it was it was an interesting thing that they started doing. But I but I think Rock, walk a crooked mile. It's a good placement for it. It starts off with you know an opening track kind of feel, which is you know. Opening tracks have a distinct sound to them, um, which I think is a really good way to start off a concert, um, but it, it has that uh, kind of um, let's get going appeal to it, you know, so I, I think it's a good one to
0: start with. Now I'm coming in with song number two, the, the the song right after the opener. I think in this case for me, I'm going to go ahead and put in Smiling Like a Killer.
1: I think it's good because of the pacing. It's a a little bit faster song, so that's a good place to put it. Which typically would lead us into track three being a little bit slower paced, right? Uh, Something to to slow it down. You go one of two ways. You go another mid-tempo or faster song or slow it down. Uh, What are you thinking about that? I know we've got a few soft songs that we kind of need to mix up. We can't put them too close together.
0: Um, I'm okay with putting in a slow song at this point. I think, though, we should hold back on Don't Let Daddy Kiss Me.
1: Yeah, for sure. I don't think that's a good placement yet. So, so
0: um... So, you know, One More Fucking Time, or what's the other one? Or, uh, God Was Never On Your Side. Yeah, so either one of those two, whatever you pick.
1: Um, let's see. I'm kind of thinking God... God was never on your side because it does have that slower portion, and then it goes a little faster, a little heavier. Um, not really faster, but heavier. I think is the best way to put it. So I think God was never on your side. Uh, it's probably best for track three.
0: All right, sounds fair enough. Since God was never on your side, kind of slows down to to the to basically an acapella point for for Lemmy. I think I like the slow kind of grindy bass intro for overnight sensation to kind of just pick up the pace again.
1: I'm so glad you picked that because I was, I was even thinking about using my veto. uh, If you didn't pick it, (laughs) (laughs) it's a, it's a good way to transition because you go to, yeah, you kind of fade out at the end of overnight sensation, which is, which is doable. You know, it's not an artificial fade out. It's a, it's a, you know, just let the let the you know note play out, right? Go into the you know the lights go down. Next song, you pick up. You have a couple choices. You can you know blast it out. You know something heavy. You know, but you don't really have like a Ace of Spades or something like that. But then you have Overnight Sensation, a little bit slower choice, but at the same time has a has a catchy riff and is a good way to follow up a slower song. And it has that, like you said that slow kind of sludgy, yes yeah, very intro. sludgy intro, yeah, yeah, I think it's a good choice, okay, all right, um, so from there, um we can keep the same pace or we can go a little faster. how about we put um how about we put I Am The Sword from Bastards?
0: All right. You have uh, a song that on the regular album kind of just fades for like a minute. Um, and it's just a, a constant pace going down. So I uh, obviously in concert, you kind of have to end it somewhere. So I don't know if it ends abruptly or I don't know if it's going to if it's going to be one of those where you have a a lot of drums and cymbals and all that stuff so it could always uh, transition to the next song too right. some bands
1: will do that when they have exactly. fade outs at the end
0: so i think a good transition would go would be to go into shoot out all the lights with with that little drum intro and that really technical stuff that Mickey's doing there
1: i like that i think it's a good placement for it all right so we're what we're halfway through the main set yep so we've got two softer songs. We've got some you know variation here. Um hmm. I kind of know what I want to be in the the encore. I don't know what you're thinking. Um I
0: kind of have it, an idea, but hopefully we're on the same on the same track, the same track. We'll find out. And remember we both have a veto available. So I veto. I veto.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Got to think about this one. Uh, Because, I mean, we're at the midpoint. There's really nothing to lose. Like, I mean, you you really can go any direction here, right? Yep. So, um, I think I'm going to pick Voices from the War. It starts off with another... Kind of heavy drum beat, but it's real quick and gets into the song. It's not like a a long, you know, lick that that takes a while. Um, it's to me, it feels like it kind of needs to be in the middle ground. I think that's why they put it in its placement on the album. Um, great song, but it doesn't feel like it needs to be at the beginning of anything or at the end of anything.
0: So, uh, I think it's a good placement. Okay, I can I can go with that one. I think for me at this point, um, we have a couple of ways we can go with this. We're relatively almost two-thirds of the way through um, going into this next song. How about we put in uh, one more fucking time at this point?
1: Um, Yeah, I'm good with that. So that one kind of ends on a guitar solo. A pretty good guitar solo at that. Uh wh- why don't we put the Thousand Names of God next? Um it's a it's the same kind of reason why I had for Voices from the War. It's a it's a good track, but not a beginning, not an ending. So let's get okay. it
0: before it gets too late into the the whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um I'm liking it. I was gonna go with at this point, why don't we throw in Assassin? I like it,
1: yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to put that way too late into it. This is we're at track ten of twelve, essentially. So, yeah, I think that's a good
0: place for it. Okay.
1: So All right. We got, we got
0: two songs before the end of the main set. Gotcha. Um.
1: Man, the thing is, I don't. I don't know if I would. Okay, we've got "Don't Let Daddy Kiss Me," right? It's a soft song, um, very emotional, very meaningful. I don't think that's good for an encore.
0: You know, I was thinking about that. I I, I think it is, but at the same time, uh, you don't want to depress everybody either.
1: Yeah, I mean, the encore is there. Like you've you've finished the show, um, you know, it it this is a very emotional song. It's about child abuse. It, I mean, he he shopped it out to a few different artists, but there wasn't really any takers at the time, so he ended up just tracking it himself. Um, I think it's an excellent song. It shows a different dimension to to Lemmy, uh, but I I just I I don't like the idea of putting it in a, in an encore. Like, it, I think it's it's a good song, but an encore is supposed to be like. Hey, this is one la- like we were going to leave but we're back, you know. And if you come in with a song like this, I don't I don't think it's the right. Yeah,
0: I it, I wouldn't approach. mind a slow song in an encore like a, the middle song, but that yeah, this, but particular this particular song thing. topic is just too heavy.
1: Yeah, I think um I think let's let's go ahead and put it there at number 11. Um are you good with that? Or do you think maybe we should veto it somewhere in earlier? No, I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. So what do you want to end the
0: main set? All right. Um, so the ending the main set, the songs that we have left are Born to Raise Hell, We Are Motorhead, Trigger, and Civil War. Now, I kind of have an idea of what I want in the encore. At least two of the songs. Yeah. So that means that... I, I
1: think two of the songs are pretty clear. Like, we we both agree that they should be in the encore.
0: Uh, but I the hope, other two... I hope one of them is pretty clear. We, we we kind of phrased it earlier that way. Yeah. Um, based on the way the songs are structured and, and the way they end and the way they play out... I think to end the main set, we should go with Civil War.
1: Okay. I was good with that or Trigger. So I I like Civil War, I think, a little better in that slot.
0: So I'm I'm in agreement with you there. Okay. So now we've said goodnight. Or, well, they've said goodnight. Um, they come back out. Hey, you guys are still here. <laughs> so <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what are they coming out to?
1: That just made me think of Spinal Tap. (laughs) Yeah. What are you still doing here? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or uh, what's that? Was that movie with Matthew Broderick? Um, The Ferris Bueller's Day Off? He comes Uh out at the very end. (laughs) What are you still doing here? (laughs) Go home. You know? Um, Okay. So we got three choices here. I think um, one of the two that we were kind of both talking about um, needs to be the opener. Um, but kind of not sure which, <laughs> to be honest, um, I think Born to Raise Hell is probably the best way to
0: start it off. I, I, I'm in agreement with that one. I think it, it Born to Raise Hell would definitely be the one to, to open up the, the the encore, and then we're going to follow it with Trigger.
1: Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Ending things off with We Are Motorhead. Wrapping things up in a similar way to Iron Maiden, when they play Iron Maiden at the end of their sets sometimes.
0: Exactly. You can't have a shitty song if it's going to be the name of your band. Yeah. It did take them a long time to write this song, though. Well, I
1: mean, they had Motorhead, right? Oh, that's true. But 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 that wasn't wasn't a Motorhead song. Which... (laughs) Well, to, you know, yeah, it's a Hawkwind song technically, but it was written by Lemmy. Yeah. And that's where he adopted the name from was his own song. So, yeah, I get that. But they had a song that represented them and, you know, like the we are Motorhead essentially. But at the same time, this one's a really cool, somewhat more defining song. Yeah, it is definitely mean, we didn't even pick encapsulates who that. they are.
0: Yeah we didn't even pick motorhead on our greatest hits so yeah <laughs> cuz you know the the song motorhead it's a good song it's one of those like you know the, like the cursory greatest hits yeah you know if you, if we made it to 20 maybe that would have made it maybe. you know on the first round you know sort of like a couple of the songs here but mm-hmm. um in, in we are motorhead like i said it just definitely encapsulates they're who they are at more least who so they are than at this point motorhead career. the song
1: yeah I mean I think it it it's one of those songs like sometimes bands have a point where they you know reach where they don't write any more songs or at least write any more good songs because all that people wanna hear is that defining aspect of their their band right, mm-hmm. so um you know you have. Some bands that will still continue to persist and they will they'll continue to put out good songs. I mean, like we said, there's probably a lot of people listening that haven't heard a lot of these songs, and I hope you you know check out our our playlist when we put it out later. Um, but I think Mutterhead continued to put out some good stuff and and change and grow, whereas there are other bands that. We are going to and have talked about where they reach a cutoff line and that's it. And then there's some that don't ever put anything out again because they they kind of live off of those first few years. Um, So, you know, I th- I think we are Motorhead is one of those songs that represents where they were at their career at that point. And, um, you know, it's a, it's like Motorhead phase two in a way, you know. Here we are. We're still here. We're still kicking ass.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny you 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 mentioned, you know, some of the bands that just, you know, kind of rest on their laurels, I guess you want to put it that way. Mm-hmm. And I and a one name came to mind right away. I don't want to name the band.
1: Um I'm curious though. I want No,
0: I I, I don't want to name the band because in reality, um they put out music and up until recently they had still put out some music, not a lot. And it just wasn't as good as their earlier stuff. But there are other bands um that have stopped putting out music altogether. Like and, Twisted
1: Sister stopped at a certain point and then they were they re you know, they split up, came back together, and then they were like, We're not gonna write any new music.
0: There's no, no point. But they actually wrote a couple new songs, uh, I believe when they reissued um Stay Hungry, or they yeah. did the, the they cut, they re recorded it to make it still mm-hmm. hungry. And there was one song on there you know that was okay they they're they're fit into that example that you're talking about um, there's yeah. a couple others uh 80s metal bands from la area I' you know I don't want to put them down and say like that because they, they still had a very good career um but it, I what I've noticed is it is it is mostly from that era the 80s you know glam scene where a lot of these bands are kind of like I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. You know, no one's liking our our new stuff. And, and and that's really the way I look at it and I've said this before. If it was a good song, I don't care what era it's from. If it's a good song, it's still going to be liked by your fans. True. The problem is is if it's if you think, you know, if that artist think it's a good song but really in reality it's not or it's an okay song, the fans are going to know it. The fans are going to sit there and say, yeah, whatever, because, but all these bands that complain, oh, well, we put out a new song and then all of a sudden, you know, they, you know, we, we play the new song and they start going to the bathroom. Well, that's your fault for not writing a great song. Okay. And, and trying to pass one over on your fans. So that's just my opinion. Rant over (laughs) that one. Anyhow. Um, so our list for, uh, Motorhead's Greatest Hits Volume 2, Uh, our concert set list is, as goes, opening up with Walk a Crooked Mile, followed by Smiling Like a Killer, number three, God Was Never on Your Side, followed by Overnight Sensation, then number five is I Am the Sword, number six, Shoot Out All the Lights, followed by Voices from the War. Number eight is one more fucking time. <laughs> I just laugh at that title. <laughs> it's just just so weird, um, in a good way. Don't don't get me wrong. Number nine, the thousand names of God. Number ten, assassin. Number eleven, don't let daddy kiss me. And closing out the main set is Civil War, and our encore is Born to Raise Hell with Trigger in the middle between that and We Are Motorhead finishing off the set. So I like that. I like that. And I laugh at One More Fucking Time only because it's just so, you know, when you when you listen to the song, the way he says it, it's a little emphatic. And and just because, you know, that's just one of those words I like to say from time to time. It, there's a lot of emphasis on that word. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Well, that's our greatest hits volume two for motorhead that brings us to our big four for this week and this week the big four is the opposite of the previous one now this is motorhead cover so people who have covered motorhead songs okay and this was a difficult one uh and you mentioned to me that you had difficulty i had difficulty because there's not a lot of people who have actually covered motorhead songs
1: yeah i don't know why because so many people cite them as as like a influence or you know I love motorhead and it's like you go out there looking and there's really not a lot there's there's enough of a of a list that you can you can definitely form a big four right but you know, it, it took some doing. And the, the other problem was you say you Google it, right? And you're like, covers of Motorhead. And all it brings up is Motorhead co- covers. I had to like really search to find a list that was legitimate. And then going through, you know, tribute albums and stuff like that. Um, and then I almost missed one that I listen to like all the time (laughs) because, you know, it's like you're, you're thinking about, you're trying to figure it out and you're just like, oh, the obvious, (laughs) I I think I know which
0: one you're talking about too. And I'll, I'll mention it or you tell me when you, when you get to it. Okay. Well, why don't you go first this time? Okay. No problem. So my big four motorhead covers are as follows. Number four, killed by death by beast in black. Um, pretty interesting cover. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward copy of, of the original. Um, but you know, uh, what's his name? Yanis, right? Janice, uh, yeah. He has a really good voice. So there's a big, dis- big dispar- uh, distinguishing difference between Yanis and, and Lemmy. Um, but it's still, they did a really cool version of, of Kill by death. So I like that one. Number three. Um, Iron Fist from Dublin Death Patrol. Um, not a lot of people know who Dublin Death Patrol is, um, but they are uh, a San Francisco band comprised of Chuck Billy and Steve Souza from uh, Chuck Billy from Testament and Steve Souza from Exodus. All right, um, number well, John two. John Phillips Souza. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boom boom uh, boom. Yeah. Okay. Boom, never mind. Boom. Okay, and uh, <laughs> f- number two for me is Orgasmatron from Sepultura. Um, that was a song that I almost skipped over myself um, before I saw it on the list. And, I, and that's a killer version. I love the version that Sepultura does. Um, and for me, I kind of had a choice of different songs to pick from because I think I liked them all, but I went with Overkill from Metallica from the the Motorhead uh EP release from them.
1: Oh, that's a good list. I mean, yeah, Motorhead, I mean, uh, Metallica did what? four five covers? I think
0: it was of f- four. Four. So they what they do Damage Case. Damage Case um, um uh Overkill obviously uh
1: So they did Overkill, Damage Case, Stone Dead Forever and Too Late, Too Late.
0: Right. So yeah, so um, that, that, yeah that was a, a bunch of good songs to pick from
1: yeah I mean uh, again it was it was kind of a tough one, but we do definitely have some overlap here um what's funny is we have we have overlap on one song but not by the same artist um mm. so my my number four is Iron Fist by Austrian Death Machine. so if you're not familiar with Austrian Death Machine, it's kind of a parody. Um, it's Tim Lambesis who plays with uh, As I Lay Dying uh, he also did a project which, I, which I've talked about on a previous episode called Pirithian. Um and then he has a, a couple albums that he released under Austrian Death Machine which he sings like um, he does metal growls but he also sings like Arnold Schwarzenegger so it's all most of the songs are parodies of of uh, something from a Schwarzenegger film, um, so definitely check that out if you get an opportunity. I know people have mixed feelings on Tim Lambesis, but at the same time, you know, I I, I tend to think you know if somebody serves their sentence in in the the penal system, um, you know, they're granted a second chance, and that's what we're. Supposed to do right, so mixed feelings aside, I still enjoy their music. Um, so Iron Fist is my number four. Uh, my number three, I think, was your number four, Beast in Black, Killed by Death. This was the one I almost missed, and I'm like, How did I almost miss this? Because I listened to them all the time. Um, but it, it clicked at like the last second when I was going through all these, and I was like, jeez. Oh, <laughs> you know, uh, but Yanis like you said has an amazing voice um, it's a very different version while being very similar at the same time just due to the vocal range that he has etc so a um, lot of fun I think my number two is also your number
0: two you picked Orgasmatron by Sepultura right yeah and that was the one that I almost skipped over like I, so oh, it, it okay. didn't match I almost completely forgot about that song I was like wait a second Orgasmatron <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that's uh that was a that's a really good cover. Um and then there's there's a couple versions you can find out there because you can find the live one that they did as well as the studio recording, which is both really good. Um And then my number one was, was kind of a difficult choice because um, I really do enjoy what you picked as your number one for uh, Metallica Overkill. Uh, but I think the one that really drove it home for me when when I was listening to this way back in the day um, was Damage Case from Metallica. Um, something about the way that they, they played it, um, I just really liked. And I think that's the one that made me want to go out and find the Overkill album. I can see that. Um, but I liked all of them. I mean, Stone Dead Forever, I think, was on my was on my greatest hits volume one choice. So, uh, I'm I'm a big fan of that one. Too late, too late. I think is all right. It's not it not as good, but um, they did. If you, I mean, you you haven't heard Garage Days Revisited or not? not I'm sorry, not Garage Days Revisited. If you haven't heard Garage Incorporated, um, that does have two. CDs on it. It has like their covers and stuff on the, the the second one from the early days, and then I think the first the first uh, uh, CD is um, newer stuff that they recorded around that time, like 1998, right? Yeah. So so the second one was all their EPs and stuff kind of combined, um, and then the very end was four covers of Motorhead, which are all good. So definitely check that out.
0: But my favorite like I said, was Damage Case. Definitely. Uh, It's funny because they they had a tendency now, um, Metallica, they did a, they didn't release it as an EP or anything like that. I think they did release four out of five songs in one album, but they did Mm -hmm. five Ramones covers uh, right after St. Anger came out. That was part of the St. Anger sessions, I guess you could say. And, um, so for one of the singles from one, I think it was the unnamed feeling, they put out four out of five and to get the fifth one, you had kind of, they, they they gave out the singles, like, you know, single a single B, you know, like part one, part two type of thing for for one song. And if you put them all together, you get all five songs, but, uh, yeah, they have this tendency to to block a bunch of, from one band now all of a sudden, but anyway, that's cool. All right. Well, I like your list. Um. I I kind of knew about the Aust- Austrian Death Machine cover, but I somehow glossed over it. Um, and then "Killed by Death" by Beast and Blacks really cool song. I like a I mean, obviously. And let's be honest, it-
1: Austrian Death Machine is kind of a niche. Yeah, group. Like, if you're not <laughs> exactly. a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're not gonna like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and pretty much overkill or or damage case metallica doing those those motorhead covers i mean they did them all good i think the too late too late what you were kind of it's more playful almost and so it's, yeah it, it's it's a good cover but there's not a lot to sit there and say oh yeah it's an awesome cover but uh cool i like your list a lot I i thought that was pretty good All right, well, that's our Big Four Motorhead Covers, and that's the end of this episode. So remember, if you liked what you heard and want to hear us some more, check us out wherever you get your podcasts and click the subscribe button, and bam, there we are every week. That's right. And don't forget to leave us a message on Facebook at Debating
1: Metal Podcast and on Instagram and Twitter at Debating Metal. Be sure to check... Be sure to catch us on YouTube and leave us a comment or send us an email to debatingmetal at com. If you use Spotify, check out our playlist from all our Greatest Hits episode, including the one today. We'll have that up pretty soon. And remember to tune into the next episode where we spark up another exciting metal debate. On behalf of Kenneth and myself, stay safe. And remember, always turn it up to 11. See ya.